know, she talking this big game. I'm like, sis, just stay on business like your friend Winnie did and we be all right. <laughs> What's up, Conscious Crew? We are back at it again, where wisdom and humor merge seamlessly. Today, girl, we are talking about trust. And yes, I do actually mean trust, but the game trust on Netflix, because I binge watch Netflix all the time, because it's just my coping mechanism. Y'all eat ice cream? I binge watch Netflix, all right? But big up yourself for joining the vibes today because I am so ready to dig in on this. Y'all don't understand how excited I am. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I am going to urge you to listen to this episode, go to Netflix, and go watch the game Trust. Before we kind of kickstart the vaults and y'all know what I'm talking about once y'all watch this show so ignore the puns for now or pretend like y'all understand I do want to just give you guys uh, a little quote so when it comes to creativity and trust creativity is the silent observer in the game of greed now if that didn't sink in for y'all let me just explain. You ever met someone who's really greedy? And I'm or I'm not saying gluttonous, but greedy in the sense of they want money or they really want an excess of stuff. They'll do anything to get it. Did y'all understand that it takes creativity to think about the many ways in which you can get something? Think about these. Lately, we've been having a lot of breaking near me. <laughs> I don't live in the ghetto, y'all, but just around. And when I'm watching these ring videos, these people get real creative with finding ways to steal things that don't belong to them. I truly believe that stealing is a part of greed. It's taking things in excess. But the amount of creativity that gets into this is amazing to me, which is why I want to share that quote with y'all. As we go into today's episode, just really think about how creativity is the silent observer in the game of greed. Now, let's get into the good stuff. If y'all have not heard about the game called The Trust, which also is called The Trust, The Game of Greed, it's a lit show where everybody from different walks of life, all ages, come to, to split a quarter mil. They're a bunch of random folks. So there's people that's like from the South, people from different countries, from different cultures. But what I really love about this is, I don't know if y'all ever watch reality TV shows or game shows, everybody is kind of like the same age. Watching this, they had somebody granny on there. They had somebody ditzy. Let me be nice. They had a lot of different people up on there. Different ages, different walks of life. And I really loved just the dynamics of how it was created. And I feel like the cast and directors really did their thing. So these people had to come together and every week they were faced with a decision to either stick together to, to share that quarter mil or vote somebody out. What made this so interesting is the drama was the next level, y'all. I really didn't think that this kind of show would hold that caliber, but just watching the drama unfold, I was just really like, oh, mm -hmm, this person needs therapy. And I think at some point they might've acknowledged that they need therapy. 
And that's because we all need therapy. But every week when they were met with challenges, it's crazy because these offers that they were met with were so tempting and it messed with their heads. So they're here. I think they shot it in the Dominican Republic. They're on this beautiful, beautiful um, island. You can see whales in the background. Just, I felt like I was there. Like the, the filmography was amazing. It's like I could smell the fresh air. The, the scenery is beautiful, but to be confronted each week with like some of their deepest, darkest secrets, it really messed with their insecurities. And you could see that in the show. They really were trying to figure out, every member was trying to figure out who they could trust. And it was an emotional roller coaster for them and for me. Because I think I shed a tear once when I seen what I saw. Because for some of you, I don't want to make this a spoiler for some of y'all because I know you're not going to watch it or haven't watched it yet. But mind you, I think what made it worse for me is just everybody in the show was a winner. If you got casted in that show, you automatically were going to be guaranteed money if you were not voted off. And these people didn't have to do nothing strenuous like climb mountains. It wasn't like a survivor. It was kind of just literally answering questions. Obviously, to make a show a show, they they probably casted the people that had to really think about who was going to make it and who wasn't. And obviously, folks don't trust other folks. So I, I know you can guess what happened next. People got voted off, right? I want to really break down this episode into three major parts when it comes to like the psyche and our consciousness. So despite the creativity of the show, I think the producers really did do a wonderful job with curating it so that we could see how this show was like a psychological warfare maze for these individuals, especially because they're fighting for money. And we know that money is survival for a lot of people. So let's break down this episode into three parts. I want to break it down into one, building trust, the pitfalls of greed, because it happened a lot, and then three, overcoming mind games. And I thought, I think a lot of what we saw reflected our realities. Even though these people were on a remote island, it really did reflect the realities of what happens for us every day. So let's think about trust. In the game, of trust. The stakes were super high. They were thinking like, hey, look, we got to walk out of here with some money. Although everybody was going to walk out with some money if nobody got voted off. But that's when they had to start building alliances. And we know if you've ever seen a reality show or just life in general, when you're building alliances, those things can continuously shift. You're con- you're constantly questioning yourself. Is this person legit? Is they Are they really for me? Are they just here for some ulterior motive? And that's what you started to see within the show. So I was interested watch. I was really interested in watching them build connections because essentially, it's like, how do you earn someone's trust? How do you earn someone's trust in even a scenario like this? You're just brought into a house with a bunch of different people who don't know each other. Everyone's a little different, you know. It's like. Who do I gravitate towards? So it's interesting when you're watching this show, you can kind of already picture like, oh, those two people are going to be friends or all oh, those people are going to kind of get together because we gravitate towards familiarity. And that's just a humanistic trait of our, of people. It's like if I see someone who obviously shares the same culture as me or looks a little bit more like me, I might naturally on a subconscious level gravitate towards them. And that's what was happening. But even as we were seeing these gravities, we could also see like, 
wheels turning in people's heads. Like, should I keep this person as an alliance? And when you're thinking about that in life, it's just, how are you reevaluating life? How are you reevaluating your friends, your community, especially when it's for a quarter million? And if, yeah, I don't know. A quarter million is a lot of money for some people. I mean, not to my, my millionaire boo that I mentioned in the last episode, but for other people, it's a lot of money. So then it's like, we have to split this amongst some people. So naturally now this is where the greed comes in. But in order, and before we get to the greed is how do you build trust? I think trust is something that you have to earn over time. So this scenario is obviously curated because it's a show, right? Um, and the show has to be entertaining. It's just, so obviously it's just like, how can you expect me to trust all these people that I don't know? I get it. But in life... We have to have people understand that trust can be demanded. It has to be earned, right? Over time, we can earn trust by showing integrity to others or just having integrity for ourselves, keeping our word. And that's important, right? Being open about your intentions. If you're really not feeling someone and you're in a relationship, you be open about that and be like, look, you know, you were fun for a night or even in a relation, a friendship, like, you know, you were cool to go to concerts with, you were cool to travel to Tahiti with, but I don't really see this friendship going very far. And that's to be transparent because that person might share the same sentiment. If they don't, I might get into that in another episode, but still stay your intention because that is what will probably build trust and at least honesty. So you're not wasting each other's time. And honestly, in this game and in life, trust goes both ways. You have to be able to trust yourself and trust others in order to even have the premise of trust. Focus on building genuine connections in your life. I think if, and I think people did do this in the show, the trust, they did build some genuine connections, which is why we kind of saw them. If you, when you watch it, you'll see that some of the characters are really standing on their word with their alliances, whilst others aren't which is why things kind of got really dramatic, but that's just the flow of life. And when you're staying true to your natural values, it's going to show through. So now let's kind of get on to the greed, the pitfalls of greed, to be honest. When we think about that big G word greed, this game was fueled by it, right? You're walking into wealth and power. People were told like, you're going to stay in this house, this beautiful house, and you guys are going to fight for Joe's money, a.k.a. a quarter mil. Although Joe made a mil, but just go to episode one so you know what I'm talking about. Episode one of my podcast, not the trust. But power comes with money and wealth. And when we're fighting for those things, that's when greed can come into play. And it leads to major destruction. Wealth can lead, I'm sorry, greed can lead to major destruction. Think about a kid and let's say Johnny. Johnny wants a cookie. Johnny goes to mom and says, mom, can I have a cookie? And I have a cookie. Mom is fine. Like, she's like, fine, Johnny, have a cookie. She tells Johnny to go to the cookie jar and get one cookie. Johnny grabs the biggest cookie he can see and he eats it. And he nomits, eats it all up. Johnny's mom is like, hey, I got some gardening to do. So she goes to the back. And when Johnny knows his mom is out of the picture, he's looking at that cookie jar like, mm, this looks real good. Johnny then decides that he's going to be a little greedy, goes to the cookie jar, puts his hands in, and the cookie jar crumbles to the ground and all the cookies are destroyed. This is what happens when we're greedy. 
when we go for something that isn't necessarily meant for us or we're not granted permission to, life might just become destructive. You'll see your life destruct. Can we just take a moment to acknowledge that adulting is like playing Jenga with your sanity sometimes? But fear not, fam, because I got the perfect solution for you. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Asurgeon Healing, your ultimate plug for squashing anxiety and reclaiming your chill vibe. Just think about it. You can have your favorite drink and be cozied up with a bomb anxiety workbook courtesy of Asurgeon Healing. Say goodbye to those stress-induced hair-pulling moments and say hello to Vibes of Zen. It's practically a vacation in a workbook. Trust me, sis. Our workbook is loaded with all the tea, exercise tips for your mind, tricks to slay your anxiety game, like the queen you are, or king, depending on who is listening. So I did say you could slay for free, which means you spend no coins. There are no coins required. Just hit the show notes at the end of this episode or the description of the video. Tap that link and boom. Just like that, you're on your way to reclaiming your peace of mind. Just a download away, girl. Or king. Just a download away. So why wait, fam? Go ahead. Don't let your anxiety dim your shine any longer. Snag your free workbook from A Surgeon Healing today and start living your best life, your most carefree life. Remember. It's all about rising and doing you at all times. We can't be consumed by greed. We just can't. And when you lose sight of what really matters, which some of the players did here, which was completely disgusting to me, we just hold nothing and we have to suffer the consequences, which is what made it really sad, right? In order to overcome greed, I think we have to connect with ourselves. And understand that cooperation, especially in this kind of setting with the the reality show, the game show, cooperation is key. And really look out for the well-being of your other fellow players. I think a lot of the women that came into that show had already made up in their mind, like, we can't have men win. And I was like, sis, for a little bit. But then I really sat and thought about it. These people who built these alliances because their goal was not to have men win, if I remember correctly, or have like the boys club win, the boys club were actually really for these women. And it just, it saddened me because they started to victimize themselves or just kind of isolate themselves in it and reflect the reality. Although in reality, sometimes, most times women do still make very less than men. I forget the exact scent, right? And then when we bring in culture and minority groups, it's even worse. But the thing is, I believe in equal finality, not equal. I think the other word is equal potentiality, whereas we are not all given. If I believe that you think that everyone's given the same opportunity and resources to thrive, I don't believe that, right? I just don't. But what I do believe is that we can all get to the same ending if we can gather the resources. Some of us just have to work 10 times harder than others, which is it. Is it fair? No. But it's possible. These players came into the game knowing that they all had the same exact resources. 
equipotentiality. And y'all let me know if I'm saying that right or if you guys know what I'm talking about because they might have a different word, different name. But they came into the game with all the same resources. And this is what really pissed me off because it's just like, y'all, if y'all didn't vote nobody off, this would have never happened. There was a gentleman in there, and I don't want to say too much, who had a story. And a lot of people were just like, he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. And in my head, I'm like, Y'all might not think he doesn't deserve it, but you don't know what other things are going on. And they started to judge him. And I thought it was really funny because a lot of the women were judging him. And it was the same women who felt judged by something else that happened. Right. And I'm thinking you guys are still judging him from surface level. And though some things he shared, I can understand why they might not think he's deserving of the money. But again, y'all all came in already winners. And this is how the self-destruction started. Producers, y'all did a good job. Y'all did a real good job. When we want to really eradicate greed, I think it's important for us to maybe start cultivating gratitude and contentment with what we already had. If those people was just like, all right, cool, I'm going to be, I'm going to sit pretty with my, was it, I don't remember how many started off, but I, I think everybody was going to probably walk home with a hundred thousand, maybe. If everybody was like, all right, cool, I'm going to be sit pretty with my hundred thousand dollars, I would have been like, I, I would have been at that. Granted, I understand if they knock people down there, like I can get a little bit more, but that's, that to me was just like, you're not sitting in a mind of gratitude. And there were a few people there who were just like, listen, I want everybody to go home with something. But then others were just like, no. So maybe if people start to prioritize empathy a little bit more, generosity, maybe cooperation, right? That will lead us to a better sense of overcoming the pitfalls of grief. So now I want to kind of make our way back into mastering mind games because there were a lot of mind games here in this show. I mean, a lot. When y'all think about mind game and deception and maybe deceit you've probably experienced from a partner, a family member, a coworker, a friend, think about how manipulated you felt. These were the games that the people in the show were, were experiencing. And of course, mastering mind games, it's, it's a mental game, right? It's a game of... It's, it's a mental game. So you have to be able to be very self-aware and master your mental in order to survive. It's the key to survival. How you navigate like treacherous territory or psychological warfare is going to be a very good indicator of how in control you are of your thoughts and your self-awareness. You got to know yourself inside out. There's no way you could step into a show like this or step into a workplace where you know psychological warfare is going down because girl... Y'all go down too. You're, you're not surviving. Y'all go dead. And that's not what I want for you. This is why I want y'all to continuously work on your mindset and continuously understand what it is that you're trying to do and accomplish. When it comes to mind games, you have to just know that knowledge is power. The more you know about you, the better it is. Because otherwise, people are just going to act on your insecurities. Now, outside of the mind games, we have to also be respectful of culture and the cultural constraints that came along with this game. Because, baby, we don't think and talk about this enough. Culture is very overlooked when it comes to this game or just life sometimes. We might all be in the same place, but we're not all from the same place. 
when we are deeply ingrained in culture, it can sometimes shapes our de- shape our decisions and our expectations. And honestly, there was one person in this show where it impacted her a lot in her behaviors and decision-making. And I was not pleased. Not at all. So let's take, for example, to Tolu. Hopefully I'm saying her name correctly. She felt so strangled by her cultural upbringing. It looked like she was strangled by her cultural upbringing. Not that she wanted to escape, but she embraced it, which I loved. But strangled in the sense of, hey, I'm going to victimize myself between my familial expectations and my personal desires. The reason why I'm going to go, I'm going hard on Togo right now is because I myself am an immigrant. I've grown up and seen how hard my parents have to work for money, but my parents also instilled in me not to be greedy. And I'm not calling Togo greedy, but the underlying sense of greed. She victimized herself using her cultural background as justification for her green and selfishness. And that I could not stand by. She had her, her girl Winnie on there. And Winnie, she stood on business. I, I honestly loved Winnie. Uh, I really did. But Tolu, there was just something about her that I'm just like, girl, this is not, this cannot be a downfall. She's from another country and she kept, so for example, I guess somebody was calling her African queen. I can get why that can be a little a little harsh, right, for you, and maybe you don't take well to it. Although she's American. She she sounds Americanized, right? But then she goes on to say, like, why are you calling me African queen? Mind you, she has all the African garments on, the earrings, everything. And she just went straight into defense mode. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. I'm, I felt very uncomfortable. And I was like, sis, we can't be sis no more because you're not going to be representing like this, right? Things like that. It just, it rubbed me the wrong way. And I felt like her boundaries with just the way in which she showed up for herself, it was just a little off. And honestly, greed had nothing to do with like the white man, you know, trying to <laughs> win the game. Because that same man was really trying to go, like, he he was trying to have everybody win. All those men were trying to have everybody win. And so when it comes to greed, I want to say greed knows no cultural boundaries. Greed is a human tendency. And so just to hear her kind of use it as a crutch, like her culture, it just, it bothered me. I honestly feel like she could have broke free from those cultural constraints if she had a little bit more self-awareness. Don't get me wrong, she sounds, she looked like a very confident woman, but just the way in which she was using it as a crutch showed me that maybe she could have a little bit more self-empowerment. Just recognizing the role. I think if she just recognized the role her culture, her cultural conditioning played would have made it better because she, throughout the show, would say something like, oh, I got to bring this home money home for my family. I got to bring this home what am I saying? I got to bring this money home for my family. I got to bring this money home for my family. And I got that because for certain cultures, families, everything, especially in my cultural family is everything, right? You coming from the Caribbean is like, what you going to do? You're going to do it and you're going to share it with all of us. 
But again, it's if she's still on business and when people would confront her, she would back down. But then professionals, she talking this big game. I'm like, sis, stay on business like your friend Winnie did and we be all right. But again, cultural constraints can really be a big part of greed. So I did want to bring that up and the way in which it shapes just our understanding and our behavior. How do you break free from culture constraints? If you are a listener or watching this right now and you're like, listen, I I hear you, sis. I, I, I really hear you. Then I would say, start understanding how your choices can align differently from your culture and it's not disrespectful. These are some of the things that I talk to my clients about every day. Like a lot of my clients are actually not American or not American born. So we have frequent discussions about culture and the impact of their decisions. One of my intake questions is always asking like, how does your culture or ethnicity impact your decision-making skills? Because it plays a big role and it can be very strangulating and stifling. So I'm, I'm really hoping that you guys start asking yourself those same hard questions Breaking free from those constraints is a journey. I'm going to tell you that right now. But you can forge your own path. You can create your own narrative. I'm truly hoping Tulu, Tolu can do the same thing. Sis, if you're listening, break free, my sister. Break free, sister. Sister, break free. Because she's so beautiful and she... I wish her the best. But the mindset got to be transformed. All right? So, y'all, that was pretty much it for that segment. What I want to now do is give y'all the new segment. Hooray! It's called Word Association Challenge. I'm excited to introduce this fresh vibe because I am a storyteller from little wee bits. I've been writing stories, telling stories. I used to do an improv class when I first came to the country. It was cool. I loved it. We'll never forget that experience. And I honestly just like using my brain to make things up. So this is how it's going to go. I'm going to ask my phone, Siri or whatever's on there, to give me a quick improv random word. From that random word, I'm going to make two sentences up or so about a, a story. Then I'm going to kick it to y'all. And in the show notes or in the bottom of this video, you guys are going to then do a story, right? You don't have to use the random word again. But I'm going to choose one of y'all stories to continue on. We're just going to either make it a love story, horror story, whatever genre story you want. But just be creative. And this is the way in which I am going to try to be more interactive with you guys. So I'm wondering what response I will choose. Yeah, so I got the random word generator. Can y'all see this on screen? Oh, you can't. Can you see the, the random word is comfort. Comfort. All right. All right, y'all. So... The random word was comfort. One day, this girl named Lucy was walking around the beach and she got real hungry. And so she decided to look for some comfort food. Luckily, Lucy was near a bar that sold mac and cheese. She wasn't sure if she was going to eat this mac and cheese because, again, she was in the beach. What did Lucy do? So now I'm going to kick it to y'all. Does Lucy go into this bar on the beach to get some mac and cheese or does she do something else? I want y'all to let me know in the show notes what she decides to do. Come up very creatively. I don't want it to be too long. So let your responses be about a paragraph long, no longer. But let's see who responds I choose. 
I'm actually very excited to see where y'all go with this. And next time when I choose someone's, uh, I guess, paragraph or whatever the continuation is, I'm then going to do another random word to add into the story. So I hope y'all understand. I'm actually really excited. So as we are wrapping up this episode... (laughs) Some takeaways. For one, go and watch the show, The Trust on Netflix, because the creativity, the scandal, the drama is next level, like I said. And it's really probably going to have you question yourself or your psyche. Really do cherish your culture, but understand how you can break away from it so that it doesn't become the only deciding factor for you. And then I also want y'all to just lead, lead a life of trust in connection to your utmost ability, especially when it comes with generosity and genuineness. Whether you're fighting for a quarter mil or you and your friends just are fighting to figure out, you know, where you're throwing the next shindig, just think about how you can be more compassionate, less reactive, and more connected to yourself and self-aware. Because trust has to be earned, y'all. And integrity goes a long, a long way. So before we bounce, again, make sure y'all continue with the word challenge. Does Lucy go in? Does she not? And do something creative this week. If not that, y'all walk good, keep the vibes high, and stay consciously creative. I'll see y'all in the next episode.